What's going on everyone? I'm this is uh, Powerful Savage the 13th. What's up? Uh, thank you for doing all of our music, you're very talented. I uh, really do appreciate it. I, did list, I was listening to your um, old shit that Matt showed us the other week. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody stuff. Oh, There's nobody shit. stuff. Oh, that's not... Oh my <laughs> God. You know what? We can <laughs> no, talk. let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Uh, well, the thing I was going to ask is how, would, how did you transition from that like extreme like scream heavy metal and shit to what you're doing now uh well i've always been a fan of heavy metal i'm still a massive fan of heavy metal just listening to heavy metal all the way here you know you can ask her she'll vouch for me um but when i was 13 before i even uh, got into hip-hop i went to um boarding school for two years um, and I spent that time learning to rap because there used to be uh, a lot of rap battles and things. Um, and around that time, I discovered Little Wayne and I decided I wanted to uh, kind of take part because I liked being the centre of attention. Cause, yeah, because I remember you coming when you came back to school. You yeah. started back at where we were and you came in to product design where and you would start rapping and you would sound almost like Little Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Like um, pretty much the whole time I was just spending hours every day just going through songs, um, learning the accent, how to do it properly, all of that. Um, and then I decided to learn, start learning guitar, because like at that point I was like, I need some pussy in my life. <laughs> so, what about learning yeah, guitar, yeah. man? <laughs> well, um, I saw my friend play guitar and he was just uh, so good at it. He played uh, a song by Slipknot. And uh, I was like, this is so hardcore, I need to get me some of this. And uh, started learning guitar, um, started listening to heavier and heavier bands. Um, before then, I was listening to System of a Down. They're pretty heavy, but a lot of people can get into them. Um, started getting into a lot heavier bands, Cradle of Filth, Trivium, etc. That's really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Trivium aren't um, too bad, I find, half some of the time. Absolutely love them. Like, best band of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and then, I think, at some point, I decided during one summer holiday... Um, I was talking to my friend and I told him I really want to do a show. I've always wanted to go on stage and stuff because in my head, I thought it would be like, it would take like months of planning. You need companies involved. I didn't know you could get a gig by yourself, you know, and uh, go do a show. So it's like, oh, that's fine. We can sort of gig like two weeks from now if you want. I was like, wait, well, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. Um, he sorted it out. It was epic. Um, from that point, my first band was born. And from there, I was just into um, uh, like, metal bands quite a lot infamous was then born as my own project after that um stuck with that for a few years uh eventually kind of like left because uh the drummer slept with the guitarist girlfriend and the guitarist slept with my girlfriend and it was just a messy situation mm -hmm. so uh decided then to uh, continue on with the rapping um simply because it was something i knew i could do i was confident in and I wouldn't have to rely on anyone else creatively, you know, in terms of like um, actually writing the music itself, I'll be finding that on my own. Mm. So, yeah. Because uh, I remember, I think going to school, it was just rap music. Yeah. Rap music, rap music, rap music. Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Little Wayne. Because <laughs> your, um, your sound has a very American sound. Yeah, I'd yeah. Say, like, I would say it's proper hip hop. Like, yeah. If you listen to like Wiley or Kano, 
UK grime and then you listen to America, there's a very different sound. Yeah, that's And right. you kind of adopted that American style, which well, is kind of refreshing for me as a British yeah, person. It's completely different to like gigs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. None, nothing like that, Devlin. Yeah, it's especially com- around here, you know, like in the UK as a whole, I doubt there's... Because um... I think where we grew up, it was all... Everyone wanted to be an MC, everyone wanted to be yeah, that's whatever right. they were calling at the time, making their stupid little videos <laughs> and right. posting on YouTube. That's what we grew up with. And yeah. then you come along and you go, now I'm going to do this. Well, exactly. Um, I think it's just more or less, I've never really been into um, the British grime scene um, at any point. The only person, actually there's two. Uh, Devlin, his music, shot music, uh, no, his song, Shot Music, I thought that was a pretty cool song. Um, I, I still got that on my playlist to this day. Um, and MC Righteous, I just like him because, like, you know, um, I can relate to, like, all the shit, like, he raps about yeah. and all of that. Um, but most of the time, I'm into, you know, uh, music about, you know, fucking bitches, getting high. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in my music, he can also, um, I try to um, input some of the metal influences that I do have because... Uh, that's like my main foundation musically. Um, so if you haven't noticed, like in the last few songs that I've done, I've been incorporating more of my metal screams and growls into yeah, the music. Yeah, I've noticed that um, in songs. Yeah, but also I like to, um, when it comes to actually uh, lyrically, the, the lyrical content, I like um, to have a lot of talk about like um, either myself, uh, heaven and hell, demons, angels, that kind of thing. I like to kind of see how far I can so go in that really, so, yeah. I've noticed your music very yeah. dark as well yeah yeah well I'm sure I do um, enjoy it's quite refreshing well I think um usually when you hear rappers um talk about like um dark subjects and things um it's either the entire song is completely depressing I mean doesn't make it less good it can still be yeah. a great song mm-hmm. but either it's uh depressing or it's um I don't I don't know but like when when I did it I wanted it to also have that fun element so like one line I'll I'll rap about you know um someone's mum deep throat in a dick and then <laughs> the next line I'll be rapping about you know bats flying out of her pussy or something like that, you know? <laughs> it just I just like to I I think that's where um my influence from Little Wayne comes out the most because uh Wayne has this thing where um his if you look at at his entire song, it's very rarely that the whole song's about one subject. Usually it's like every two, three lines, the subject changes. He bounces from subject to subject. So it's more about wordplay as opposed to um, telling a cohesive story. And uh, that's what I try to do, but I still try to make it, like give it a theme as I go through it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, one question I'd like to ask. I know what you're asking. You know what I'm I, asking. I talking. wasn't sure about this one. I tried telling them not to bother. If you want no, to ask how big my dick is, no, it's no, about no, no. It is related to you. It is related to you being black. Yeah. But I saw this video online of Kendrick Lamar. I don't know if you saw this. He was at a gig and he bought a white lady up on stage. Yeah, and I he, saw that. You saw yeah, that. You yeah, saw, I that. saw that. And she got chastised for basically dropping the end bomb. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you think of that if somebody is um, sing, like singing along to your lyrics that end yeah. drop quite a lot? Like <laughs> I get that a lot. I don't see it personally, but okay, each of their own. Um, personally, I would say like in a musical context or whatever, I think it's um perfectly like fine, you know. Um I, I would encourage it to be honest, like 
when when you know if you guys show up to like one of my shows at some point mm. i'll get you guys to come out scream at the top of your lungs yeah See, like, I've, I've known you i've never even thought of that going up to saying what's up my my yeah because yeah. it just seems as a white Irish dude, it doesn't. <laughs> the Irish yeah. people are the whitest of people. Exactly. That's why Ireland is where white words. people are made. That's <laughs> where the Yeah, it's pretty much like the the factory. Mayonnaise is based yeah. on what our color is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, um, I think it's where like a lot of people are like hypersensitive to the word and things, you know. But um, I'm sure you remember like back in school and stuff. Um, like the majority of like you know people like Gus and that they would yeah. happily say scream it down the corridor running down at me so you know I kind of just got used to it because I'm like at the end of the day it's not like uh you know it's like in a malicious way or like a piss take kind of thing you know it's just like a, a little joke here and there you know um but like when then you see those people like go off like on um vlogging and shit and mm, they're like actually trying everywhere. to offend people and mm. stuff like that then that's kind of where the line is, I think. But it seems the line changes uh, depending on who you're talking to, you know. Constantly. So it's the context in which you use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and also who you're using it with. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Uh, what you need to understand is a black card, um, I forgot who said this, but like a black card isn't, uh, there's no such thing as a national like black card. It's only a regional black card. And it's like the region is whoever's within 10 feet of you. At yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I get that. So, you know. I think it's um, also culture as well. It depends on where you are, where yeah. you're from, mm. where yeah, you exactly. And it depends on the relationship. Imagine, if you're somewhere like Atlanta, a lot of black people in Atlanta, yeah. if you're like one of the only white guys, you'd probably get used to just saying that word. Yeah. Oh, well, I think you'd, you'd be too scared because there's so many yeah. black people around mm. the area. But if you're in the South and you see a few black people, that's going to be taken a very different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, we tend to be fine with it. Like, if a Chinese person says it, we're like, fuck it, go ahead. If, uh, <laughs> you know, Mexicans, they're free to say it. It's just... Uh, White people, it's still a bit of a grey area just because, you know, we won't go into what you guys did. Slavery, but... son. <laughs> fucking dead. Slavery, son. Let's not even get into the butt plugs again and exactly. shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So who, um, apart from, say, Little Wayne, who would be your biggest influences Trivium. from that? From... Trivium. Trivium, yeah. Um, so you fucking love Trivium, don't you? I absolutely <laughs> adore Trivium. Like, um, I remember when I first uh, tried um, learning the uh, metal vocals, uh, screams, and the, like, rough vocals as well. Um, I was having great difficulty in doing it. But then uh, after I heard Trivium, I was just like, you know what? I love this guy so much. I'm going to work every day to get this right. And um, a few years down the line, I eventually nailed it. But after like a few years of not doing um, metal and stuff like that, it's like I need to work on it again to get it back up to where it was, you know, because I'd really love to like incorporate some of that into um, hip hop. And... So I'm throw back to where you started. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I know no one in hip hop that does vocals like that. So if I can get it back, then I think that'd be That's why cool, I find your shit is very unique. So... I try my best, man. I try. It's very good. I mean, I, mean, I remember when I introduced your music to Ben, and Ben was just amazed you weren't signed. We were actually able to use your music without anyone saying yeah, yeah, and saying, yeah. you can't use that, you sign with us. Oh, shit. I was baffled. I was like, what the fuck? Why is this guy not, <laughs> why is this guy not signed, man? Oh, trust me, man. I've tried, but like, um, I'm, I'm kind of glad 
it never happened because uh, you always hear about these artists getting signed to uh, 360 deals that they can't get out of and shit like that. Because um, since uh, record labels are essentially dying, um, every label now is just giving out 360 deals where they don't just make money from your record sales. Any other income you've got, they get a percentage off it. Which I think Spotify now, you don't really make too much money from that now, mm, do you? Really? The record label, I think, takes basically whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even worth it. That's why um, people such as um, Tech Nine, Sescrew, there, and uh, Chuds, uh, they're really good like um, role models for like the next generation of rappers. Yeah, that's why I really like Tom Don, the complete another guy who's completely independent does yeah. the same thing and sings about stuff probably double rappers and not going to sing about exactly exactly like uh what especially like uh tech nine since he's like the king of being independent he, he was on forbes list in 2017 or 2016 actually um just i think he was no he was just below little wayne and birdman which they make serious amounts of money oh, you yeah. know so that's crazy um but the fact is, even with his label, um, Strange Music, his artists are still um, independent. He's more or less there for um, support. He isn't like, you know, their He's boss there, or that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're like all one team, you know. I never realised that cool. he was sort of independent on his own. Yeah, yeah. He's Always what he was trying to speak making all this money. Yeah, exactly. Well... But he saw, I suppose he sort of proves you can do it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Um, like, Tech Nine's a, a really solid guy, you know, and uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he's just a cool guy to, like, just check out just what he's doing. Watch, you know? what he does. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you are getting noticed now. I mean, Glasses, Malone, guys like that are now sort of checking your music out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only on Instagram, and they're sort of liking it and stuff. Yeah. But, in um, fact, they're noticing your music now as well. That's... I mean, like, I couldn't believe it when you said it, because uh, up until that point, it was only uh, Warren G, I think it was. Yeah. Um, oh, who shit, I Warren noticed. G. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, he'd, like, checked out a few of my songs and that. Um, but when you said about G Malone, I was like, no fucking way. But <laughs> my goal is still to... Well, you originally, I wanted... Uh, Little Wayne to check it out, but Little Wayne doesn't actually use social media. No, it's all run by other people. Thing, yeah. yeah, so um, at this point, I'm thinking probably Tech Nine if I get his attention, since uh, he you know independent and all of that, um, he'll be more understanding also to the fact that I incorporate metal since he's done songs with Corey Taylor from Slipknot, um, Serge Tankian from System of a Down, etc. Yeah. Things like that. So. Yeah, but the thing, the one thing that I know people are going to bring up a lot over like uh, the next couple of years is uh, trying to um, compare me to Hobson since, uh, especially for photos and like um, videos or anything like that, I tend to like to um, wear my bright white contacts um, and they'll be like, it's, it's like you, Hobson you shit, you know. Lot. You used to just turn up at school, yeah, have your contacts I have them in like every single day, <laughs> but... Um, the the thing is, like, I didn't even know who Hopson was, and people were like, wait, are, are, you, are you trying to be Hopson? And she's like, who the fuck's Hopson? And then I listened to a song, um, Sagging My Pants, and I facepalmed my face so hard, my hand would have gone through my face. But, I mean, I listened to a bit more of him, and he's such a good rapper. But, um, like, I think personally the reason I started with, like, uh, the contacts and everything was uh, I was such a big fan of... Um, Craig LaFilth and stuff growing up and uh, I liked uh, Danny Filth the lead vocalist how he had this uh, whole uh, vampire look about him with his uh, dreads and then his contacts and so on and like it's like every aspect of his look was like 
really well put together and and you know that's uh kind of what i wanted when i was doing like metal shows and things so um before every show i'd spend like a good 20 minutes doing like my hair and makeup and shit you know <laughs> Yeah, because you said before you come in about your makeup. Honestly, man, honestly, like, today, the only reason I didn't is because um, the contacts that I got this time round are, like, uh, uh, lighter white, so they're not as noticeable, whereas the bright white ones, I just want those for, like, videos and, like, yeah. the occasional show and things like that, so, yeah. Well, hopefully that'll be a thing that comes next, is music videos and... Yeah, exactly, like, um, well, unfortunately, tomorrow kind of busy, but... Um, Hopefully, can sort out something for next week. Really. Mm. Yeah. So, when it comes to the heavy metal, and you—that was your main influence, like growing up. Yeah. Um, what is it like to be into a genre of music that is dominated? Or, well, not dominated, but yeah. But their core audience is milk chocolate. <laughs> it's white dudes. Like you go to a milk slip... chocolate's brown. You go white chocolate. You go to a Slipknot gig, and yeah. it's just a sea of whiteies, like everywhere. There well, are, I think there are black art him. Oh, there are, but there are a few. Alex Gimbred, Killswitch Engage, their old vo vocalist Howard Jones. Um, but the funny thing is, I hate both those bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like half of my hate is um, the jealousy I had when I was um, also in a band. And I was like, these black guys don't know how to be black in metal, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's perfectly fine, like. I enjoyed it, especially when we're doing shows, because then it made us a lot more like memorable. Because people would be like, uh, you know, the the black guy with like all like the face paint and shit like that. Like that's Just really crazy cool. Looking black dude. Yeah, yeah. Like um, towards the end of the band's life cycle, we're playing with bands uh, signed by Roadrunner Records, which have signed Iron Maiden, Metallica, um, Trivium. That's that was the main thing. <laughs> Um, and just so many good bands. Uh, we were playing with their bands, uh, Revoca, we played with Broken Side, um, we were offered uh, quite a few gigs with some other bands, but um, just due to scheduling and stuff, we couldn't eventually do the shows. Um, but I think uh, me being the way I am, you know, uh, kind of helped, you know, um, along the way, just because it made it very difficult to forget us. And um, well, I think you're a likable guy anyway. Oh, I, d I do my best, but like at shows and shit, I'm grumpy as fuck. I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I need to like I, I spend like you hours getting in the space. zone. Yeah, I need hours getting in the zone because otherwise, um, I remember the first show I ever did when I was sixteen. Um, I was on the stage. And before I could even say hi to everyone, my legs were like shaking. I thought I was just going to collapse, like they're just going to give out. But it was terrifying. So I just like to take a bit of time, get my head in the game, so to speak, and uh, go, go out there. Y yes, that was a high school musical reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just go out there and uh, do what I can, really. But with rap, I'm like terrified of forgetting my lyrics, man, because... Um, with singing and stuff, it's easier to pick up where you left off. If you forget yeah. a line, you can just do like some little ad libs or something. With rap, like skip a line, you forget where you even were, mm, what the pace. next line is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but screw it. Um, I'll just learn my lines like thirty minutes before the show. And See, that's what's always intriguing me about rap battles. So. Because you're there on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried anything like that? Rap battles? And nah, there's like two never kinds of... Never even interested. Mm, only back when I was in boarding school learning to rap. But um, with rap battles, I find there's two kinds of rappers. There's rappers that are either very good at songwriting as rappers 
all rappers that are very good at um, battling, and there's very few rappers such as Eminem that are able to alternate between the two. Um, but myself, I spend like a lot more of my energy and like effort on um, songwriting and just learning new techniques to like songwrite. Um, so for example, um, every time I listen to a song I really like, um, I'll like find out what key the song is in, um, see if I can sing in that key, see like why the song sounds exactly the way it does. But it's a, um, I don't do that with rap because with rap usually the beat is usually the same throughout. So it's not that hard to like figure out. But with metal, that's why I love it so much because the music I find has um, so much more depth in it. So um, for example, an entire song, you can have like 20 different riffs in one song um, and each time it's played, it's played a completely different way again. So I just find it so interesting how there's an endless number of ways to like um, configure the music, so yeah. So you look into real depth, you sort of wanna know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, but the funny thing is I can't even read uh, sheet music. Um, I like to that read- confuses the shit out of as well. I studied music for two years, they tried to teach me it and I just couldn't get it. I so. can't see how you can look at an image on a piece of paper and translate that into a sound. Well, it's the Unless people- it's words. Like. No, it's the people that like play piano while they're not even looking mm. at what they're playing. They're just looking, they're turning the page yeah, while they're playing. I'm like, how do yeah, you do that? It's fascinating. You know? It's crazy. Um, what do you think of mumble rap? Um, personally, I don't exactly have a um, problem with the concept of mumble rap itself. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of like interesting good songs, you know, I think it's more about the vibe rather than the music itself. Um, but my biggest problem with it is when then you just get so many of these copycat rappers which then are like dominate in hip-hop now but they all sound the same like if you were to do yeah. a blind test on someone mm. you wouldn't tell who's who unless if you knew the song already um and i think that's like uh pretty destructive to hip-hop which is why um it was such a big deal when uh chance won a grammy um because he's someone who actually raps proper. Um, he's someone, I, I watched something the other day and he was dancing, he was playing the piano and he's sat next to a puppet. <laughs> what? He's creative. I don't know, yeah, he's creative. He's random himself, yeah, but he's yeah. himself. Yeah, exactly. Because he's another unsigned artist, isn't he? Yeah, but the thing is with Chad's, funnily enough, um, one of my favorite all time albums is by him. I haven't listened to any of his stuff like uh, in the last seven years or so. Um, and even since he got big, I still haven't listened to any of his stuff. But before that, um, like 2009 maybe, early 2010, he did this album, Acid Rap, which is by far one of my favourite. It's, it's so different, the beats are nothing like I'd ever heard in hip-hop before, and I still haven't heard anything like it. It's literally like he was on Acid when he did it. Um, but it's so fucking good. Um, and it's one of those albums that you either really love it or you really hate it. Um, and then there was uh, another album he did, which uh, really I found to be really motivational, um, which was called um, Not Good Enough. And like the whole thing, uh, he's like talking in between songs and things about all the times that um, he tried approaching um, labels and like trying to get heard and things. And they would always tell him, uh, you're not good enough. Um, you know, what, what have you got? No one else has got, etc. 
Um, and it's just a really good album to just sit down and really like listen to, you know, when you're smoking yeah. up or something, you know, it's, it's epic, trust me. Um, one person I like to listen to when I'm smoking up, I think he's the best rapper in the world, and that's Eminem. If you're not, look, right, if no, you're, no, if you're no, white no, and you're going to say Eminem, Eminem I'm not going to even like listen to you <laughs> no? like, at that point. No, I think he's a, he's a phenomenal rapper, okay? I think he used to be. But I think with, um, with people that are um, pigmentally challenged, such as yourselves, um, it's like, that, that, that's your boy. That's like the, the one that truly made it, you know? So it's understandable. But like, if we're to like, put him in the same bag with like, every other rapper um, out there, um, I would say firstly, it's really hard to like, even pick like, the top five. People are always gonna say, um, Tupac and Biggie, um, you know, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, in hip hop, you say anything bad about either of them, you get crucified. So, I'm not going to say nothing unless this comes out a few years later. <laughs> um, uh, just to clarify, I don't hate them, all right? Like, I love changes, you know. I, I, I freaking masturbate to Biggie sometimes, you know, it's no homo, but yeah. So, I, I, I'm not a hater, but. I, I think like there's a lot more that goes into um, being uh, considered one of the greatest rappers. Like these days, um, the term GOAT gets thrown around a lot for mm -hmm. like, you know, a lot of people. Um, but definitely, if we're to talk about the people that um, impacted hip hop the most, I would definitely say them two are in it. Um, and this isn't even me being biased, but Lil Wayne is definitely in it. Um, his influence is still there today. The whole um, well, I think it? you could say the whole young money thing. He created. He helped bring Nicki Minaj, Drake, yeah, Nicki, Drake, um, Tiger, whatever his name is. The whole um, face tat thing. He's the one yeah. who really popularized that. Like tattoos everywhere. Takashi Six Nine. Uh, yeah, the dreadlocks. He's the one who really that really took off after him. Um, and like even musically uh, when he started doing the auto-tune thing and he was kind of like mumbling and stuff that's what eventually gave birth to this I don't blame him for that though because no. people should come up with their own you know um, interpretation of the music but um, it seems everyone then just started copying each other so you know um, one of my this is going to sound really corny one of my favourite rap groups is Cypress Hill I just love Be Real that's yeah. just because I smoke a lot of weed and he was big and <laughs> he was a massive influence on me and like... You must love Wiz Khalifa then, you know. Yeah, I do love, I love Wiz. I think Snoop's a bit overrated. You think? Yeah, because I think old Snoop is really good. Yeah. Snoop now has kind of become a caricature of himself. I, I just like, um, like the, the thing I like about him is he isn't one of those um, rappers that keeps going after, you know, their time's gone. He's He's... He's took a step back while he was still at the top, you know. Uh, took a step back, and he focuses more on like um, movies and things. You know, there's more money there anyway. Because usually, as a rapper, you need to have some other way of you know um, making money. Um, but in general, he's just a, a funny guy, and he's just naturally entertaining, mm, and that's is, what yeah. I like about him. So like, I'll happily watch his uh, interviews and like, uh, he's just he's just a solid guy he all even around. He got a show yeah. with Marcus Stewart, didn't he? Cooking show. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He's he's the host of that um game show called Rollers Dice yeah. or something. Yeah. It, he they brought a whole game back for him. To really? Us. Yeah. It now was in the eighties or something. What's your opinion on like 
for example, like P. Diddy. Um, I don't know um, what name he goes by now, but he's he's got his fingers in every pot, really. He does, he does. He's got his fingers in every pot. What do you think of like entrepreneurial rappers? I think um, those are like some of the smartest people like in the entire um, music industry because, uh, you know, um, with music, the thing is, it's completely um, commission-based, but it's like, it's even worse because... the. Like, one day you could be on the top and then something comes out, like you fucked your grandmother or something, and then your career is <laughs> ruined, you know. That's a terrible example, but you know what I mean. Um, you get a one-hit wonder where you you make a sound and people yeah. enjoy it, and then you can never ca- recapture that Yeah, like, again. like Little Pump, he'll never get as big as Gucci Gang again. Um, designer Panda, that was, like, the height of his career. It's only downhill from there as well. Um, but that's why, like, with myself, for example, I just uh, want to make as much money as I can for, like, uh, a couple years, maybe, and then just step back, you know, at that, probably go into something like, um, something where you're not, like, in the, in, like, the public eye or something, and you just, uh, like, real estate, there's a lot of money in that, you know, you'd be able to invest in a few houses, etc. Yeah. It's a lot harder than that, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to put in the time to study and so on. Um, or start a condom company because... <laughs> People they, got fucked, man. Well, That's bro, they, they don't make condoms for my size, okay? So, <laughs> I, you know, like, usually I have to, like, snip half of it off to make it work. You so. can that, right? <laughs> oh, I wish, God. So... <laughs> You know, um, there's so many ideas, you know, people just need to um, uh, keep their ears and, and eyes open. And uh, where I've also got um, quite a lot of uh, family from, well, in Africa and that, um, it's kind of like up to myself and those of us that are in the Western countries to look after them as well. And, you know, just trying to make sure everyone's all right, like... You, you know. want to take care of your family. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Take care of each other, right? Yeah. yeah, and I want to take care of this one over here. You know, she's, uh, <laughs> yeah, expensive. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so, just leave, we'll leave it at that. Bro, um, pussy's expensive. That, that's all I got to say. It can say. be. Like, it can be. Yeah. Depending on what you get. Well, Depending on the quality. Well, exactly, that's the thing. If but it's, top, if it's top quality. If it's, it's top quality, quality. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, if it's top quality... <laughs> then oh. you've got to fork out for that shit. But if yeah, it's like yeah. job centre quality, then well, it's, but, it come, it's cheap. It well, exactly. Uh, would you guys also, uh, while we're here, be able to uh, persuade her to let me, you know, 69er, because she won't <laughs> let, let, let me in. I've tried, man. I need to, like... My hands are up right now, yeah? This I'm is like... going online, so everyone's going to be watching, and you better say yes. Cause... Well, here's, do you like getting your pussy in? You seem on the same There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he has to listen to enough about anal and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> mate, I don't understand it. That's where the poo comes from. And blowjobs are always You're just worried well. about sweet corn. That's what you're worried oh, about. Oh, my God. Yeah, blowjobs are putting me off as well. Because here's the thing. I'm I I don't... <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know what he's done. I don't like putting my dick into somewhere that has teeth. This is totally taken a lot. Like, no, because I've met somebody. She's that camera over there. He hasn't had it. <laughs> I, I've met somebody who hasn't had his dick then off. But he always. I know passed. he is. He oh, would no, have you're not talking about who I think you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. He would have had it. Yeah. Okay. So that's why. That's why I was always like, I don't want to put. In, I don't want to put my dick into somewhere that produces shit. 
and I don't want to put my dick in somewhere <laughs> that has teeth. Have, have you seen the movie Teeth? I have. That shit's oh terrifying, my God, man. That, that shit's, shit's terrifying. terrifying. That shit's so scary. Oh, bro, it's fucking... That's what oh. beat off, wasn't it? Watching that movie, it scared you. <laughs> Dude, it's terrifying. Just the idea that yeah, you Yeah, but just... didn't in that movie even the woman have teeth in her pussy? Yeah. She did, yeah, yeah. That's why it's fucking horror. That's what's called grim. Yeah, there you go. That makes <laughs> more sense. That's why it's called T. It's oh. freaking grim. Oh. Did you know there's a there's a movie called uh, I don't even know what the fuck it's called, but the whole movie is from the perspective of a uh, of like a tire or something that falls off a car, <laughs> and it's a horror movie, and there's tires going around just killing people. Like how would you even find a random just, movie like that? I think I was watching like some top tens on YouTube or something, and, oh, it, and, and they showed they showed like the the trailer for it, and I was like, I need to watch this. But I just never got around to it, you know? But it just sounds so interesting. Like, it's like the movie Phone Booth, though. They made that so good. That was good. a great movie, They made it man. so good, yeah. Even though it's just, like, a literal phone booth. Like, it's phenomenal, man. You see that about a movie, like, old horror movies, like Birds. Yeah. Phone Booth's better than Birds. I haven't yeah, seen Birds. Yeah, Birds, that... I can't remember directing it. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, he scared birds. the shit out of the lead actress by literally not telling her there was going to be Birds. Mm. And they would attack her. Mm. So her reaction was real. He would scare her in her friggin' change room or whatever. God, and then, and in this day and age, you'd get sued so oh, hard. You like, that but... Oh, you would get super sued. Yeah, but people... But we are... talk about it on the show quite often, like, friggin'... was it? Cultural appropriation, all that shit now, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Well, people, are, people, like, oh, people are too sensitive now. They just get offended over everything. Like, I... Wherever, if you don't matter what you do, you've offended someone. Yeah, exactly. You guarantee that... Guarantee Actually, today we've offended someone. We're about to. While we're here, I would just like to clarify that there are two genders and only two genders. Oh, we're yes. you can, you can try, on side of that anyway. You can try, you can try to like justify it any way you like, but there's two genders. And then the funny thing is, people who say there's more, they're usually like, oh, well, what about unisex? It's like, okay, right. Um, if if you ask people how, how many, like, hands people have, it's two. Some people have one, yes. But you're not going to say, oh, one or two. No, people have two hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got one, it, clearly there's something wrong. And with people that are unisex, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a physical, it's, I'm not sure if it's a physical deformity, but it is a deformity of some it's kind. And you can ask, you can, a neurological problem. I'm, I'm not even sure, but that is literally the only exception. But the majority of people that are like, I'm gender fluid, I'm non-binary, all of this. Oh, I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means. We were, we were looking up, me and my girlfriend were looking up like the um, pronouns um, for different genders. And we thought, okay, maybe there's like six. No. Fuck it's you, like, there's like 70, right? Bro, it's like seven columns full yeah. of like just different... Like Zara, different like yeah, because we, it's we like, went on about it a while ago, didn't we? Because they were trying to actually put in the law where you have to talk to these people in a non-barner sense. You have to come. And nah, fuck that. Them. Fuck that. Well, like, in, um, in Canadian law, there was a bill called Bill C sixty people like When they had their baby, they were told, told a doctor. Called not, babies. Yeah, it's babies. It's not a he, it's not a she. That child will decide when he gets a bit older or when That's she gets so a bit oh older. Oh my fucking God, it's not a choice. And this is literally well, what's Hollywood, fucking everything up. Well, even mm. in Hollywood, they gave, some producers gave his kid hormone blockers. That's because he was playing like Barbie dolls or something, so he said, "Ah, oh, he's a girl." That's child it's abuse, right? Ridiculous! Like it should be if it ain't. Yeah, but because he's a Hollywood producer, some comedian spoke up about him, didn't he? And got friggin' kicked out of Hollywood, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. And he's not had a stand-up since special. 
But the thing is, though, like, um, the entire, like, LGBT community, um, they stand together when it comes to these issues, so it makes it really hard to then... I mean, that's fine. Be gay, be lesbian, whatever. Like, Zac Efron, don't get me started. But anyway... <laughs> um, <laughs> It doesn't matter. I swear, you've always had a thing about Zac Efron. I have, have, like, the majority of Zac Efron films I've watched, and, like, up until, like, about a year ago, me and my friend, um, every time she would come down to Southampton, we would go to, like, watch every Zac Efron movie that's in the cinema, or we would sit down, load it up on the computer, and watch every Zac Efron movie, like a little fan club. It's It's a girl's night It is, essentially, man. Like, it it was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, so two genders, that's all there is to it. You can justify it any way you like, but if you ask me to call you by any odd that's pronoun it, off YouTube. Or, re- or refer to you as they, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to call, I'm going to ask you, do you have a penis? Yes. Well, hi, he. I'll do for today. Tomorrow I'm not going to. If you don't, <laughs> well, exactly. If you if you if you got a vagina, I'll call I'll call you a she. The only exception, um, the only time I would probably be willing to like be a bit flexible about that is if someone is in the process of transitioning and you know they're actually because um, there is such a thing as uh, gender dysphoria where someone yeah. generally thinks they're in the wrong body and and the such. But most people try to hide behind something they don't have and just say no. You know, gender, this, that, gender stats. That was like, sort of like our whole thing last week about bringing Caitlyn Jenner on and mm, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, how... Until he was 60, 70 years old. How he, she... Because he's still got a penis, so it's a he. Yeah. Um, how he won Woman of the Year is the biggest bullshit I've ever seen mm, in my life. Mm, I don't care what anyone says. Woman for six months. Killed a real woman as well. Oh, in life. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He was driving his fucking cars, big Humvee, wasn't paying attention, looks on his phone, smashed into the back of a woman, a real fucking woman, yeah. killed her, doesn't get any punishment. Wouldn't it be some fucked up shit if it turned out that the woman he killed is her spirit living in him and the punishment? <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna chop it off. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking punish this thing. <laughs> Well, I'll be six foot under in her, but oh, you know, that's, uh, 
I'll be like, babe, this one's for you, you know? This don't, want, don't worry, though. Before I come, I'll run over and just jack off over your face one more time. <laughs> I promise. All right. Oh, I, I think, think you're probably yeah. definitely sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sofa's going to be warm tonight, bro. It, it is. That's fine. I'll be playing card. It's, it's all right. I can live with that. So you, do, you play, like, shooters and... Yeah, man. Um, Call of Duty is probably the biggest franchise that I'm into. Um, Call of Duty, uh, Elder Scrolls. Um, that's about mm. as far as it goes. I've recently been, uh, well, by recent, I mean a few months back, I started getting into um, Forza. But when it comes to racing games, if it ain't... He fucking loves Forza. Oh, bro, if it ain't Need for Speed, I can't win for shit. So I ended up just fucking giving up on the game. It's Forza no, Horizon 3. Racing games. Um, yeah, but um, I'm on uh, Xbox One because I don't trust Same Sony, so that's how I roll. PlayStation. Well, amount of time Sony's been hacked as well, and people... Yeah, exactly, people still go, go to them. i like, fuck that. I trust, like, Bill Gates and his lads, like, you <laughs> know. It's Microsoft. Exactly, exactly. You, so you don't play PlayStation at all? I, like, my first console was a PS2, but um, I moved over to Xbox just... The original reason I moved over was because uh, I was trying to buy uh, a new console and I went to um, a second-hand store and they had no PlayStations, but the Xbox uh, 360 was like 50-something pounds and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy that. <laughs> then I just got into Xbox and then the Sony hacks happened like a week afterwards. So I was like, I dogged a book Yeah, because it always seems to be around Christmas time, so everyone gets hacked. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely Getting all your crazy. new games, buying all your new freaking shitty games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's shit. it, you're hacked. But, so one question or we'll just go back to the gender thing yeah um <laughs> i just have to go i just you, have you to go going on about the gender thing yeah right? like whenever someone tells me they're like a gender that isn't male or female i just tell them i'm a kettle and please you're offending me if you do not refer nah. to me as see i always say having a lesbian like, sister means you can can't watch lesbian porn anymore it just ruins lesbian porn oh that's true yeah that's well, especially when your mate goes on about how your sister's probably eating pussy somewhere. are you trying to say your sister's a lesbian she is a lesbian, she is a lesbian. <laughs> sam no. <laughs> Alright, I was worth a try, okay? <laughs> just check in, just check in. Would you ever get with a lesbian? If my girlfriend was a lesbian, yes, I would get <laughs> with she, her. No, but that's the thing, by definition, she wouldn't want to be with you. By definition, right? So I'd have a sister's number. Oh, oh no, <laughs> she, she, she's got two sisters, so there's backups to this, so it's fine. Don't worry. They eat your life. <laughs> <laughs> like... Actually, I won't even, because this is going to go on Instagram. Yeah, no, but, yeah it's fine. Yeah, this just... is going on YouTube Monday. It goes oh, up on Monday. Oh, well, fair enough. Fair enough. I think we'll probably have to, like, divide the subjects up, because there are so many subjects and shit. So but when's your... Uh, we'll put um, a clip, like, uh, clip on Instagram. Yeah. When's your uh, new shit coming out? What kind um, of new stuff? Um, well, at the moment, what's most likely going to happen is... Um, a few of the older songs I did uh, when I was... Uh, XT before I changed it to Savage 13, um, such as Death of a Business, etc. Yeah, I remember that kind when you were doing the set, the um, XT stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna um, redo like the video for that, re record some parts, and then because um, that would probably take me um, five, six hours at the most, um, do that, um, do about three, four of them, uh, get those up, and then in the meantime, then I'll be recording new songs that way. As soon as all of those are um, out and stuff, then I can just uh, hand over the new ones. So yeah. Um, so you'll be probably looking at about late next week, 
maybe yeah because your latest one is this ain't hip-hop yeah and i'm I'm just trying to think like uh am i even going to be able to top that i think that is my favorite song of yours at the moment oh thank you man i I would say welcome to shoulders is mine i I really like halo as as well Oh, Halo really annoyed me though because um, at the time there were like certain editing um, techniques I didn't know about that I wish I'd done for the song. And when I tried re-recording the song, um, the singing vocals, I couldn't get them to be as good as they were in Halo, um, as quiet as they were. So what I might end up doing is just re-recording the rap parts um, and then that's for the singing bit. I just take the uh, audio files from the original song, um, just put up the volume a bit on that, and hopefully I'll be a bit happier with it. So yeah, but now I'll have to wait like a few months or at least a year before I do that, since uh, you know it's only a few weeks ago yeah. it was re-uploaded. So yeah, re-released. Yeah, I expect um, it. I've I've always been baffled of how songs do get created, especially when you listen to a fucking awesome song. Like, what's the process? Yeah. Like, how do you start off? Do you have a uh, there's, paper? There's so many ways, but the way I used to do it before was, um, yeah, I'd like have the music, uh, in terms of rap, because metal I write completely differently, but in terms of rap, um, I would start off with a piece of paper, uh, or like, well, I've got like several notebooks and books that I like to write in. Um, and I'd have like, just the beat playing constantly on loop um, and just ad lib at first, um, get a general idea of how I want it to go. Um, and then I'll do like some shubabap and like see how it goes. Shalom. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like eventually then I'll put words then to it after I've got the whole song mapped out in my head. But then um, about like a year or so ago, I stopped being able to do that effectively because uh, every time then I'd get a piece of paper and try to write because I had like a, a year period where I just had writer's block and I couldn't write anything at all. So then I just didn't do much. Um, and then when I came back from that, I, find, I found every time I'd open up a piece of paper and then um, try to write the song first, you know, practice it and then record it. Um, it just wasn't working. and. I'd probably get like one line after like half an hour. So then I just kind of gave up with that. And um, I remember watching then a documentary, the Little Wayne's documentary, where he had a similar problem when he was 20. And what he did was um, he ended up uh, doing this song called like 2000 Bars or something, where he, all the songs that he'd ever written, he um, just went in the booth and then he started like rapping all of them from start to finish because because yeah. the, the idea the idea of it he spent hours in there the idea was that like because he was so frustrated that he couldn't write anymore um he was so frustrated that he was thinking if i get all of this out record it and just release it then i've got nothing else written to give so then from that point then that's when he just started freestyling on all of his songs um and essentially i thought you know I can't freestyle, but what I'll do instead is um, each section of the song, like when I start listening to the beat, I just think like, okay, from here to here, in my head, I already have like a melody and I'll be like, okay, that sounds good. Then I just write the first things that come to my head, don't think about it too much. Um, just let it flow until eventually the entire song's done. So yeah. Then do you go on to refine it from there? Um, occasionally, if there's something I don't like or like um, if, I think there's something I could have done better. Like sometimes I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, oh, um, I could have used this rhyming word instead of that one. And then I'll just redo that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like these days I could probably record um, in about like 
an hour or two, but I'm a bit of a like perfectionist, so I try to do it like I don't know, like about eight times each track. So like each verse, I'd have recorded like eight times, and some verses I split them up into like um to make it easier. So if a, if a verse starts off slow and then it gets faster. I'll do the slow bit first, then stop there, and then record the fast part, and then stop there, then record the chorus, etc. And each one of those will be done like eight or so times until that way I know I won't have to come back and re-record it because I've recorded it different times. So at least one of those takes is going to be like what I want. That was a very perfectionist, like, See, way it's like nothing like when I write my comedy. It's just you write it and then you go and perform it. If it fucking shit, you just go back and rewrite it. Oh, you sure. can't really yeah. do that with music. Yeah. I think perfectionism does really help. You know, if you just throw it out there, yeah. you don't. And if you don't enjoy what you've made and you don't like it, and think that's not quite good enough. Yeah, you exactly. don't think that. Like yeah. me with my segways at the end of every show, I'm the you fucking king of segways. <laughs> I'm the king of fucking segways. Like, the way he sort of ends the show. Yeah, I can't segue, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. The way I sort of segue oh, into the God. end, like. For example... You were really good last week and you completely buzzed it up. Yeah, I did. I was really... I was, Mate, I fucking killed it I last think week. Yeah, I come across on the podcast is that I, all I could hear was me shout, you pleb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And you and Charlie went into a whole, how British am I? Yeah, you are pretty British. Very British. <laughs> and I'm a perfectionist with my segues like this one. We can find your music uh, Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, savage.the.thirteenth. Yeah. See, why didn't you say it like that? <laughs> We, you can find our shit on Talking Bear Ball. Well, well, um, well, even if you just write Savage the 13th, it will come up. But we'll yeah, go and follow to... us and we'll link straight to Yeah, follow, follow these guys and they'll take you to me. It will take you straight to you. Yeah. You're, on, you're on Instagram, um, YouTube. Uh, yeah, Instagram's still new. So I've like got, I think the most views I've got on a video is 90. <laughs> and that's only because I had it on my um, Insta, Insta bio for like yeah. a bit. Um, I have no idea how to promote YouTube, like at all. I'm still trying to work it out. Yeah, yeah. Because just but back in the um back in the day, because I remember with the band how we got thousands of uh, subscribers on um YouTube. What what you'd do? You'd you'd uh download this program. It wasn't like bots that were like subbing or nothing. But what you would do is you just set it to like uh like people's uh comments and like people's videos. So therefore, you're helping them out, but then it'll show up as though you've liked it, and then they'll check you out, you see? Yeah, and then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so people would constantly keep coming back and actually commenting and actually interacting, which is what, what I hate about, like, um, people that use bots and stuff, because it's like, we know you've used bots because, you know, no one's interacting. Your videos and, like, shite. Why yeah, exactly. You've got this many views. Although I still think, like, um, one of the most... Uh, not destructive, but one of the worst things that I did was probably the name change without me announcing it. Because before... yeah, because that caught me a bit off guard. Because when I started talking to you again, it was like you going by X or you going by yeah, Savage now. Well, the thing is, like before that, um, I I was getting like a, a hundred or so views on my videos on Instagram, like no problem, you know. But then as soon as I changed it, it just dropped because no one knew who the fuck this was, and like. Mm. Um, 
I wasn't going to go through like several thousand people like, hi, it's me, hi, it's me, yeah, you know, so yeah, I was just yeah. like, fuck it, it's like starting all over again, I'm fine with it, so. But you've grown, you've grown. Yeah, oh, trust me, I'm growing right now down here. Like, <laughs> it's the quality of the show. It That's is, why. man, it well, is. Yeah, there was nothing, we're learning that. Yeah, we're learning to take social media. You refuse to do all the fucking social media shit, leave it all to me. Well, I, I'm I, really bad at that, man. I'm really you bad. You Charlie. I'm embarrassingly bad. Well, I think it's always better to like uh, work from the bottom all the way up to the top because uh, if you just uh, get it given to you, then you don't appreciate it more, but um, it can also be taken away from you just as yeah, easily. You don't understand the true value of what you've got. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so. like winning the lottery. Like, if you earn like £10 million from nothing, you really appreciate that money and you appreciate no. like how you got Wait, it. what? If you, yeah, okay, so if you start, okay, he, so if you start, fine, he nothing, does this a lot. If that, you start, off he said that backwards. I swear. Okay, if you start <laughs> off with nothing, right? Yeah. And you became super famous for your music, and you built this empire. That's a lot more satisfying than buying a ticket and just getting given a million. That's pounds. not what you said the first time. The first time you said he did say the first time. Wait, if, you buy, a, if you buy a lottery ticket. Then you'll be satisfied. Or well, one thing, one thing like, you have to remember about me is right yeah. now I'm legit high as fuck. <laughs> so, more words that do yeah, I stay sober for this. <laughs> no, I can't stay sober. I need to pretty much smoke. Oh, yeah, this equipment in the run. I've got to stay sober. <laughs> I can't stay sober. Oh, shit. Uh, perhaps I only eat the edibles anyway, which you've got a problem with anyway. Yeah, edibles fuck me up. I think, I think there'll have to be a day where I just come with an entire speech on like people be anti-vaxxers and then we do another video on flat earthers and, <laughs> oh, yes. Honestly, yes. and then a whole video on just gender we'll have like statistics and charts and everything a little yes. clipboard here and I'm all done that, for that. You know? I'm done for that um, so I think we'll, we'll call it a day right we'll wrap it up we'll call it a day I that's think cool, it's a good show cool. I've enjoyed it it's good happy days show, it's really good having thank you on, for man. having me thank, thank you for, for blessing us with your awesome music oh, I do my best to watch out next week new music coming out ladies so, and gentlemen go, definitely days. go follow Savage the 13th and subscribe on YouTube because I'm lonely yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll put all his links down below go and whip our links to our social media our Twitter Instagram Facebook Savage's Facebook yeah which mm. I for some reason run. <laughs> and if you come on my page, leave a comment saying Talking Bear sent you so I know who you are. Sweet. Thanks we do much, talk that bear ball. We do talk that bear ball, especially me. You <laughs> always talk I'll talk a lot of bullshit. I talk a lot of bullshit. Alright, latest people. See ya, people. Peace! <laughs> Generation X, I'm sorry we're all dead Generation X, I'm sorry we're all dead Generation X, I'm sorry we're all dead We're all dead, we're all dead I'm the catcher with that Kira Knightley No sidekicks, I'm bringing hell with me, I see Armageddon Just like a sidekick so high and I'm falling so fast Cause I murdered a pilot They tell me to stop and they tell me to change But I'm defiant All of you guys make me suck in my dick Cause you might as well ride it Well you see the truth is that I can be ruthless A mirror of vices I'm hunting my demons, I'm stalking my demons I kill them with silence They're coming in numbers but I'm standing tall Cause I am a giant I walked in the game Just as Chinks was leaving Only the memory remains That's why this fucking game needs me Look, I just wanted to swim But now I'm too fucking deep in I fell straight into deep 
stupid Fuck speaking, I try to be decent Yeah, I'm buzzing Quit bugging, running But you ain't bitching the mugging Stacking that juice in ovens She's taking it all and I'm buzzing Then after I tell her she nothing I send her to work with my cousin My niggas, they never be stunting If we ain't be fucking, we gunning Used to have friends Now they're all dead This could be the end Take a deep breath I used to have friends Now they're all dead Generation X, sorry we're all dead. Generation X, I'm sorry we're all dead. Generation X, I'm sorry we're all dead. We're all dead. We're all dead. Hustle, I can't sleep if I do. I can't eat if I choke. If I don't speak, if I do, then I bleed. Tell me, what do you see? Father ghost or the beast? Diminished chords on the beat or a whisper in the breeze? Hell's too many degrees, and I bury too many dreams, and I drown in too many seas. All that's left is to bury me every day. I'm losing sleep, losing a part of me. Yeah, I'm a G, grotesque. You don't wanna see. I don't wanna believe it. For my people, I'm a green man La la la, life was never easy I'ma get it and I mean it Yeah, I mean this, life was never easy Yeah, 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 yeah I don't wanna believe it